Let's turn in uh, Scriptures to 2 Timothy 2. 2 Timothy 2. And we'll read the whole chapter beginning in verse 1. Second Timothy 2, chapter, or verse 1, these are God's words. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully. The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel, wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even unto bonds. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with Him, we shall also live with Him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with Him. If we deny Him, He also will deny us. If we believe not, yet He abideth faithful. He cannot deny Himself. Now these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman, that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. And their word will eat as doth a canker, of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and the overthrow, and overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. And let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to dishonor, or excuse me, some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. Those are God's 
words. Where does our help come from? Verse 1, it comes in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And so we are to turn to Jesus. And even though this is a passage that is particularly, uh, particularly for ministers, as he's speaking to Timothy, verse 2, it is the duty of ministers to commit uh, to faithful men the same ministry, so that there is a succession in the ministry. And yet, uh, we're here in verse 1, instructed that our help comes from Christ Jesus. And that's true of all, for all of us. And then through verse 15, there's an encouragement to ministers to be faithful, constant, to persevere in the ministry, uh, preaching the Gospel and ministering to the saints and teaching them the doctrines of the Scriptures. And the encouragements come then with some helpful illustrations like a soldier and a husbandman. And with that, considering suffering in the ministry even to the end of life. But though he was, he brings up that as he is bound in prison, you remember? He is almost about to die. Uh, Paul is. But though he is bound in prison, you see his hope, friends. He knows the gospel, the word of God is not bound as he is bound in his body. And so if there's suffering, there's hope. Uh, he will reign with Christ, and we will all who are in Christ will reign. With him. And then as a minister, through verse 18, there must be a constant watchfulness for false teachings and wolves in the church who shake the faith of some, as is described here. And he names them who have done this. And so you'll note at times that it is right and good to name false teachers so that you know who they are, so that you can avoid them. And then through verse 21, he speaks of the foundation of God and the need of all of us to flee our iniquity, our sins, that we might be found a vessel of honor and not dishonor. And then to the end of the chapter, what ministers and all Christians ought to avoid. Something that every once in a while challenges us all. And that is in the questions we have at times. Not all questions are good questions, and that is shown very clearly here, contrary to what many say. This is verse 23, foolish and unlearned questions avoid. Don't ask them. And as a minister, don't bring them up to bring those questions to the mind of the, uh, the hearers. Those questions that don't produce a profit, they're not profitable, but only cause people to wrangle over words or speculate. Right? There's lots of things that we could... Go to the Scriptures, read about something, and then speculate about something God doesn't talk about, but maybe uh, refers to, but He doesn't give the answer. And as Dave likes to to say recently a lot, uh, the hidden things belong to God, and so we leave them with Him. So we don't question. Uh, We don't wrangle over words either. And so stay on the foundation of God. That's true of all of us. Stay on the foundation of God. And the sure gospel and the word of God, which is not bound. And that is what we ought to speak. As we heard this morning, testifying the good news. Speak his word, which is not bound. Let's pray. Our gracious Father, thank you once again for your word and how you teach us of the sure foundation of the church, the bride of Christ, even our very own lives. Jesus Christ, your son. 
and His Word that He speaks. Father, we're thankful that You have provided to us Your Word. Thankful that You have provided to us a minister. We know in other congregations they don't have ministers. I know uh, Forrest and Hilda's congregation, they don't have ministers uh, there. They're looking for uh, another one. And so, Father, we pray that You would provide their congregations with a faithful minister, bold, zealous for the Gospel, but faithful. Faithful, who stands on the foundation. And that the, the Word of God would be preached faithfully. And the, uh, the shepherding, the pastoring would be according to Your Word. We pray also for those in our presbytery and in uh, San Antonio that You would provide a minister for them. And thankful they have one who is retired or, and yet still faithfully preaches there. Uh, but Father, provide them a consistent minister of the Gospel who will faithfully preach every Lord's Day. And uh, Father, we pray again we pray this evening for the Presbytery meeting coming up. It seems there much, there's much, even here in the sermon in a, in a few moments, there is much turmoil in one congregation. And uh, Father, there is, and that may be in more congregations that we don't even know. Uh, but Father, there's many exams that have to be taken. There's a trial, even a uh, trial where charges have been filed against uh, Pastor Yelton, and so we pray that you would grant wisdom to the presbytery, that you would turn the hearts of each elder to rule according to your word alone, and that your name would be praised, and that you would bring clarity and justice and good and right to fruition, and uh, that we would see it. And so give us, especially Dave and I, wisdom. And uh, give us discerning hearts and that we would rule according to Your Word alone. I pray also for um, others sick uh, that we prayed for this morning, but not by name. We pray for the Gordetskis. You would strengthen them and heal them as they're not feeling well. We pray for Kendall who has poison ivy all over and pray that You would grant him relief and healing in His body. Uh, Father, we do pray that You would uh, grant to uh, Becky and Young healing as well, and Patricia. And then, Father, we do pray that You would be with Vanessa. I know that she's struggling with her pregnancy. Give her strength, endurance, and good health. As we've prayed for the mothers this morning and the babies in the womb, we pray that You would, as well for those who desire babies and have not, that You would open the womb and You would grant blessing to Your people who desire blessing. And, uh, and so uplift Your people. And then, Father, we pray that You would cause each one of us to trust You. We're thankful. I talked to Barry, the pastor of the other church that meets here. We're thankful that his mom, who had the heart surgery a few weeks ago, she's feeling well, she's doing better. We're thankful that You answered our prayers concerning her. And pray that You would encourage her 
And if she's not a Christian, that you would turn her in faith to Christ, your son. Uh, Father, we pray for our children, our grandchildren who have rebelled against you. Uh, Father, that you would turn them to yourself. That you would grant them salvation in Christ alone. And uh, Father, we're thankful that you're a God who forgives us of our sins, even in our parenting uh, and in the past, and even now. Father, we're thankful that you're a gracious and merciful God and that you build your church and uh, that you are a God who saves sinners despite the sins of their parents, despite their own sins. And uh, we're thankful that you're a God who gives the word this evening. We pray that the gospel would be heard by many and all here. And you would grant salvation to each one. Father, we pray for our nation as we consider nations this evening once again. Uh, You would take this wicked nation that continues to rebel against you and you would turn them to yourself and you would cause the citizens and its rulers to covenant with Christ and be ruled by your law, your word, and therefore prosper rightly in accordance with your word. Father, we know that our nation right now rejects you in a vast majority and as as, uh, rulers continue to reject you and scoff at you and, and rather... Embrace evil and wickedness. Father, turn them, that they would turn unto Christ your Son and be saved. For you desire all types of people, even kings and rulers, to be saved. So save them. Save our rulers. And uh, we pray that you would grant to us a nation that bows the knee to Christ the King who is king of all rulers and presidents and congressmen and all that, judges in this nation. He is king over them. And may they see that and bow the knee to Him as we have and will. And so make us to be submissive to Him in all things, for He is Christ the King in all things. We pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.